Welcome to season one, episode four. In today's episode of The Beach Life, we're talking about communication, transparency, and confession. What's appropriate to share, what isn't, and how is trust built? Check out this episode to find out how we confess often. We're, we're back. Yep. I mean, it's kind of wild to have a couple episodes out to see people are actually listening. I know. It's so fun. It's so fun to hear people's responses from the things that they've heard us talk about. Yeah. I'm I'm always like a little surprised by that. Like, oh, people are, people are actually listening. They like, like us. They like <laughs> us. And so, hey, we want to thank you for listening. The, one of the best ways for you and for this podcast to actually get into other people's hands. And I know this seems like sales pitchy and all that kind of corny stuff. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but I have to, is if you... Um, review us like that's how podcast algorithms work if we're getting reviews and so rate us and review um, and, and we'd be really thankful that's all, all I'm going to tell you please but please do it please 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 yeah and and share with people if you think that this is a conversation that someone you know that's probably needs the best hear, yeah. share it with them share it through text message they're not share it on Instagram social media whatever it is yeah Get it out there. All right. Let's confess. You know, you you made me so mad early on when you confess something. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Today we're talking about confession. 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 Open doors. Open doors. Open or windows. Open windows. Lights on. It's, open windows. Lights on. And for us, like, we established this pretty early on in our relationship and our marriage and dating and all those types of things. But... This is like a cornerstone because not not because we like it. Oh my gosh, like who actually wants to do this? But because this is something I really struggled with early on in my life. And so mm-hmm. I needed and so when I kind of learned this about me that I'm a hider, mm. Berkeley's a hider. Our daughter, yeah. she's five. She's a little hider. We find stuff under her pillow all the time. Wait, one time I like went to change the sheets and there were literally like five toys. She's little trinkets under uh, there. Little tree, yeah, her little tchotchkes. Tchotchkes. <laughs> Just under her pillow. And she like giggles, like he like yeah. laughs and giggles at the same time. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I know, but unfortunately, I don't think the apple falls very far from or apple falls very far from the tree. <laughs> it's a tough one. But yeah, sorry, um, butchered that one. I that's really like that's what I struggled with, and and so I remember my dad early on in life, mm. early on in life, telling me, "You'll either live transparent, or you will live hidden," mm. and that hurt me so bad that hurt me so bad like oh my gosh i am a hider and the analogy he used remember worship songs where it was like the projector and yes. as a kid being a pastor's kid i would be the uh i would be the one with the lyrics on the projector and my little fingers would show up on there and my dad would get mad at me i remember that's like that's my church hurt Kara. <laughs> he would be like keep your you fingerprints off avoid there. it i mean especially if you're on the last verse i don't know it's a culture of ex- it was a culture of excellence okay that's yeah. what he's building in his church and mm-hmm. here and he told i remember him telling me using that analogy of the transparency and I was like, holy crap, I struggle with this. This, yeah. this is real for me. I think in college, uh, we were dating and um, we listened to one of our really close friends, um, a message that he wrote and he yep. shared a message, a line in it said that you need to keep your op- uh, windows open and your lights on. That um, everything that you do in your life, everything that you say, the person that you are, you need to have such transparency that if someone were to look through the windows, if someone were to examine your life, that they would be able to 
um, see into the dark corners that they'd be able to to know and and I think that might sound weird as a listener yeah um, it might sound a little bit like oh my gosh like I can't keep anything it's hidden intrusive. from yeah. yeah it's intrusive but um, we'll talk about this a little bit later about how this is um, so connected with the intimacy in our relationship but um, we have a tendency as humanity to self-preserve yes um, to protect ourselves from judgment to protect ourselves from getting in trouble yep. to protect it's embarrassing ourselves. yeah from embarrassment I think that's uh, definitely something I think I also struggled with hiding things as well I wanted what I wanted I wanted to be able to control yep. my life it's one of um, the things that I've noticed about myself is I want to be able to control my circumstances and so I would control the narrative of mm. what people would hear about what I was doing that night yep. specifically my parents <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're listening, it's Cindy and Eric. I love you. Um, I might have had a few white lies, but I'm sure you know. <laughs> yeah, it's better to have a few white claws. Hey, oh, gosh, I had to. Well, so bad. that was part of it. That was probably yeah. part But they, that was like pre-white claw. Yeah, it, it was, was like smearing off. Yeah, yeah, Mike's heart. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what a terrible. Well, let's talk yeah. about our early let's, drinking days, Oh, Karen. no, no, no. Okay, let's never not. mind. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, th- you're right. We're not going to confess everything on, <laughs> on air here. Um, but no, I think uh, there's little things that early on in our marriage, we um, discovered like funny moments of confession um, early on oh my when gosh, we were dating. Me, it was just so offensive. You were so sweet. Okay, Kyle got me flowers for the first time mm-hmm. in our relationship and... I told him early on, I'm not much of a flower person. And at some point I was like, okay, but like, I still would like flowers. Yeah, so I took that as like, all right, I guess I'm never buying never. you flowers. This works out well for me. Never. So then, you know, we had a conversation about how we can like yeah. love each other better. And, you know, those really, really deep like and meaningful until dating. two yeah. in the morning kind uh-huh. of conversations. And you ended up giving me flowers. You got me lilies. And I think at that point, like I told you, you I liked them. them. I liked them. Yes. I the loved pink them. ones. The yes, star the pe- fire I lilies that or something I like that. Crushed. Yeah. Um, I forget what they're and called. And then you crushed my heart. And um, well, I mean, let's let's not just like put it all on me. So you got me lilies for the next probably year of <laughs> flower. You're giving. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> like every month there was these Once I, I, but uh, that's classic me. I think that's yeah. classic guy too. Mm-hmm. Like I was complimented on what I bought you. Mm-hmm. So I bought you that every week as often <laughs> as I could, no matter what. And never, and just like, I thought that I would get that same reaction. You're like, yeah. whoa, cool your jets. I don't even really like lilies anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me? If the button works, the same button yeah, over and over yeah, and over I'm again. Yeah, just clicking the same button over and over and over again. Yeah. And so at some you point... You confessed. At some point in our relationship, I just I had to confess to you that I did not like lilies anymore. Um, it, and really, like, as offensive as it, as it was, and I mean, it truly hurts me probably still to this day. <laughs> Clearly. But... It opened up a door and other things did where we began to talk of like the intimacy of confession. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a really good line. Intimacy of confession because so many of our marriages and our relationships, 
We lack transparency, so we lack intimacy, so we lack a connectivity with the person, people that we love the most, and we're denying ourselves and we're denying them an intimate avenue into our lives Mm -hmm. that can really connect when it comes to the bedroom, when it comes to um, how you guys communicate and how you and I, and I I think those moments of a Lily, but there's other examples we have Mm -hmm. that created an open door an open window lights on model and method for our marriage and for our relationship and hopefully for our kids as well as they grow up as they do stupid things i want them to be able to confess to us to say hey i I did something really stupid and i'll never forget early on um my sister she did her and i did something really stupid and and she went to my mom and dad Mm. i'll never forget that she went to my mom and dad and confessed Mm. and my mom and dad um, had her deal with the track coach and I went to no one <laughs> Oh my goodness! and I didn't say anything. And she didn't rat on me because stitches get stitches, mm-hmm. you know, blood is, blood is thick. <laughs> but I, I think what I learned there is it is not my natural instinct to confess. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's anybody's. No. We're, like we discussed, what, like what we said earlier, self-preservation is what we are designed to do. Yeah. Um, uh, early on in our dating relationship, we, we're, we're just open people. I think naturally, yeah. uh-huh. even though we talked about how we naturally hide things, we're also very transparent in a lot of our feelings or maybe more confrontational than other people. We're able to confront certain things like lilies or whatever it is. Um, but early on we, accidentally kind of ended up sharing our phone contacts with each other uh-huh. um like what not like a stalker situation where all of a sudden you had my contacts and we're in my calendar but like and like we just kind of did it and it and we all of a sudden we had each other's contacts and every time i added one or you added one it like synced up we didn't even know how we did it no no it was before the shared calendars uh-huh, before uh-huh. the shared stuff on um iphones and stuff but and somehow we ended up doing this and so early on in our relationship we actually ended up with shared calendars and this is something that we still utilize to today and it's something that has helped us in our relationship to be able to have that transparency with each other about what we're doing during the day now i mean it's more than just like written calendar on the on the you know uh, fridge or whatever it is it's not just about what's going on during the day but it's about being able to know how we can love each other well from what it has we've we've done during the day yep. or to know who we've been in meetings with um uh what other events have been going on and that although that's not necessarily confession in a way it's it leads to inti- it's a lights on thing mm-hmm. it leads to intimacy because there's a connection of what's happening yeah we i love that that clarity for us. I love that consistency for us. And I really want to get into um, a line we heard probably in that same message, actually, but then that they uncover yourself and God will cover you and cover yourself and God will uncover you. Like this has been a line that was preached. And I remember it was a, it was a, um, a Saturday night service in Puyallup, Pastor Roger Archer, my Godfather is preaching and that thing hit me like a ton of bricks. We were in college and he said, uncover yourself and God will cover you. 
But if you cover yourself, God will uncover you. And that, honestly, that brought me to the point of confessing what was going on in my personal life, something I had hidden from you, something I'd hidden from my family, something that I was very embarrassed about is I had, I mean, it seems so silly now, but I had maxed out a credit card. And you know, mind you, what was it like a twelve hundred dollar limit? Like it's not even <laughs> a lot of money nowadays. But like, well, it's, when it's you only had twenty, bu- when you only have twenty dollars in the bank, uh-huh. it is. And and I was trying to live and stunt and act a life that I couldn't afford when I was dating you. Like, oh girl, oh girl, don't worry, I got these lilies, girl. I'll buy you those <laughs> lilies, and I'm just racking up a credit card over here. But really became something that I was so embarrassed. I remember being so nervous and I'm in my apartment. We're sitting on my bed and I show you the statements and I confess to you and I'm crying and I'm embarrassed. And I was and and your response was love. Yeah, I think that's the thing that we are so scared of when we go to confess something to someone that we haven't been honest about or we've been keeping a secret or just not transparent about is we feel like we are going to get judged. Uh, Rejection. Rejection, all of these things. And from my perspective in that moment, I never felt closer to you. Yep. I did not expect that. I had no idea that that Mm. was happening. Um, And... And so it was a huge surprise, but the fact that you were so willing to share something that was obviously hurting you, mm-hmm. obviously um, kind of killing you inside, yep. um, and to share that with me actually grew us in our intimacy together. And uh, what, what a lie from the devil to have confession not be a gift, mm. confession not be a moment of intimacy and, and really transparency of what's going on, because if you can't especially the person you love most. Mm-hmm. If you can't be honest and transparent with that person, who can you be with? And so I think when we're able to confess that moment, I was able to receive grace, really like I was taking baby steps towards it, but that thrusted me, like catapulted me into, a, you know what, I am going to live with my windows open, lights on. I'm am going to I am going to be aware of this in my life that it's not my natural tendency, but it has to be because of what it did for our relationship. Absolutely. And we ha- you have moments like this. Um well, hopefully we all don't have a lot of moments like this, but the the goal is that we don't have huge confession moments like this because the goal would be to confess the small things so we don't have to later confess the big things i love that line so much say it again and that we we should confess the small things so that we don't have to confess the big things it's so good it's so hard to live out though it is and i think one of the things that i want to talk about is what does that look like to live a life of confession because we say we say this a lot like we talk to people about this a lot and i think that's so much of the point of this podcast like how do we take our couch how do we take what we have these conversations as leaders and as pastors with people like how how do we get this out to many people that's what we want to do here but then we talk about this a lot and people look at us like they kind of look at us like we're crazy and i'm like no 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 like Kara will be, I think, a great example. You were, you know, we have a side hallway um, that the band are like, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's a storage. It's a, st- it's not a green room, guys. Calm down. <laughs> it's a storage hallway. It has red carpet. Yeah, it has red carpet. It's easy access to get to the front of the room. That's all it is. We're not divas. But like we use regularly to get to the front, regardless. Stupid part. But you were like, hey, I was alone with so-and-so, a guy, 
in that hallway discussing church something. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know that we were alone. Yeah. And and actually to to peg off of what that moment was, I was incredibly embarrassed about not uh-huh. performing well yep. uh, on a worship set. And I broke down in the hallway. And whenever you are ever in an intimate moment with somebody that's not your spouse, mm-hmm. that creates an intimacy that shouldn't be there, yep. you know? And so that was a moment where, um, you know, it wasn't inappropriate what he was saying and, and, and speaking into my no, life, not at all. but if I had hid that from you, there it would then become inappropriate. There you go. The hiding. Yes. The, whenever we have been alone with someone of the opposite sex, we have created kind of rules and boundaries in our relationship to always confess to each other that we've been in those situations. Um, uh, We haven't had to do this very often, but if those situations ever actually kind of create feelings that are uncomfortable, we are, we're, we're, um, we're called to share that with each other. We, it, we it's a weird conversation. It is a weird one. You don't want to have those conversations, but um, what's that line that your your dad or someone has we say, always we say attention, attention equals, equals interest equals interest. Yep. Attention equals interest. And when you um, when you have someone giving you attention, attention eventually, yeah, eventually it will create an interest and an intimacy that is not designed for anyone outside of the covenant of your marriage. And so we, we go all the way to like, you know, al- I'll come home, say, hey, I was alone. with uh, You know, I had a meeting with this person. I had a meeting with this person. Doors open, door closed. Mind you, my door's glass and there's people on the other side of it. I would never meet with someone at a Starbucks of, of the opposite sex alone or a coffee shop alone. But I'd meet with them in a public place, like in my office where other people are there, keep the door open kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. the, and it's not that like, well, I'm, you know, I, I'm not such the biggest fan of the Billy Graham rule. Like, you know, if you don't know what that is, it's like you never have a meeting with opposite sex, never get in a car, all this kind of thing. Right. But like, because I think that kind of like knock on that a little bit now that it's the worst thing, but like, because it creates a non-sexual relationship sexual. Yeah. But like not every male female relationship is sexual, no. but there is a tension and it can equals interest equal interest. And yes. I'm not, a, I'm not about to let the devil have a crack in a door in my life that he can bust through. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so if we can confess, if we can be honest, if we can talk as often as possible, that's, what's going to be valuable for us. Cause we're here for the long haul Yeah, because we're all capable of doing stupid crap. Like think about David and Saul, the difference between the two of them. Okay. King David is supposed to be out to be battle. He doesn't go. He sees a girl in a bathtub. He's like, I don't see nothing wrong, but a little bump and grind. <laughs> he knocks her up. He gets her pregnant. He then, you know, all of this a sudden. This is ne- an extreme story. Next but thing you know, he's killing. Yeah. He's killing Uriah. Yeah. To cover up his sins. Yeah. And Nathan comes to him and he's like, hey, dog, I know. Mm-hmm. And I love David's response. He's like, you're right. But then you take the flip part of that story and you take Saul, the previous king, Mm -hmm. and he's caught in sin. Mm. And he's like, nah, I'm good. What are you talking about? I'm fine. So you take two kings, you take two men of sin, and Saul lost his anointing and David kept his. Mm -hmm. Now, there are still consequences. Absolutely. He's still known as an adulterous murderer. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still... 
payment for actions. Like, let's not get that twisted. Yeah. But he kept his kingship. He kept being king. Like, like, and we miss out on this so much because we're so unwilling to confess yeah. because our pride or embarrassment. Like, who wants? Like, I get it. Like, who wants to be embarrassed? But we can't be stuck in that. Yeah. I think there's there's the the big confession moments. Yeah. There's the small confession moments. There's times where you're called to confess by somebody else. Someone Absolutely. calls you out. You're you're caught in a secret or in a um yeah, in a place that you never thought you would ever get to. Uh-huh. And your willingness to submit your life to what God's direction is in that moment um, is how the tradition of that confession is going to go. That if you try to control and manipulate the narrative and the way that this happens, that's actually how you probably got into this moment is you probably tried to manipulate the way that someone would perceive you or manipulate the way that... um, um, so that you wouldn't, you would avoid embarrassment, those types of things. But if we allow ourselves to have God leading us and to have us not manipulate the situation, um, he will just give us grace. And that's what, that's what he, um, that's who he is. The so God I, is the God of grace. I, I, I think a couple of things, um, I want you to get after those scriptures in a second, but like, I think a couple of things to like recap and encourage everybody is like, we want to be open windows, lights on. Mm-hmm. We want, I love that line. We want to confess small things mm-hmm. so we can avoid confessing the big things. Yeah. We want to know confession is a gift. Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave on the third day. And because we receive forgiveness, not only from him, but from humanity. And so confession is a gift. We should not be in fear of that. And when, when we uncover ourselves, God will cover you. But when you cover yourself, God will uncover you. So you're going to get exposed. Yeah. It's whether it's your choice or not. Absolutely. That pairs off of uh, Proverbs 10, 9. It says, people who with integrity walk safely, but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. Jeez. That, the Bible doesn't the, lie. The Bible does not lie. There's a, there's a nicer one here, Psalm 51, 6. But if you desire, but you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even from there. If we desire honesty, if we desire integrity, um, then we won't have to have those big confession moments. But um, if we allow ourselves to confess often, confess little things, an intimacy will be built in relationships and an intimacy with God and trusting him with our future will be built as well. Uh, and I, okay, now this, uh, the listener, okay, you're the listener right now. Don't start shaking. <laughs> Don't start freaking out. Don't be like, oh my gosh, I got so much confession to do. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Start with intimacy. Start with honest conversation. Start with, start even, maybe you've got something big. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd encourage you to confess that, but maybe don't start there. Maybe start practicing, like confessing small things mm-hmm. and working your way towards. And and confession sounds dangerous and dirty and like um, adulterous and like um, kind of uh, scary. Yeah. Okay. Look, let, let's, let's remove confession then. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Be honest. I think um, the best the best way to go about that too is to 
do it during times that are not high intensity times. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it during a fight. Um, choose a time where you likely have both have good self-control and you know that you're going to be able to have a good conversation. No one's it. had any alcohol, <laughs> like, like a couple of glasses of wine. Don't confess. No alcohol, no two in the morning conversations. Um, but well, sometimes you have to. Uh, yes. Yeah. You can't There's no that. perfect script for it. Honestly, it is just, just have those conversations just get it out there and so it's like it's, i think it's less to do about confession more about honesty because when you're honest with the person that you love most you show them that you love them you yeah. show them that you love them so yeah. what, a, what a great episode I'm so excited for the next one's coming up i can't wait i love doing this with you <laughs> here we go Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Beach Life. Hey, make sure that you follow us on Instagram to see how we live our best life on purpose. Hey, and uh, this is really important. Make sure you DM us to let us know how we can help you live yours. Finally, make sure to share this episode with your community however you connect with others. Whether it's through posting on social media or sending a text, don't keep this conversation to yourself. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you can join us next time on The Beach Life.